0: It's good to see you. Happy you made it this morning. Let's pray right now. Let's bow our heads and pray and just turn this morning over to the Lord and just start getting our minds focusing on the things that he would teach us this morning. So bow your heads with me. God, I thank you so much for today and for just being able to come and worship you freely in this place, Lord God. And I thank you for each and every single one of the people in this room and who they are and just the life that they have and the life that you've given them, Lord God. And I pray this That this morning, that we would learn something new about you and about your word, that we could go out and um, just apply to our lives as we um, go through this thing called life. So yeah, I pray all this in your name. Amen. All right. I forgot the clicker, Michael, so I don't know if you want to run the slides or run it up here. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, so we're in this series called Choose Wisely and is based out of Proverbs. And I don't know about you guys, but Proverbs is one of my favorite books for a lot of different reasons. It's kind of just like, oh, that was complete fail. I have no hand-eye coordination. Um, but Proverbs is this book of just a whole bunch of different like, short sayings, different things that we, can, uh, that we can help, that helps us make decisions in our lives. Like, basically, Proverbs was given to us to help guide us in the, the process of life and decision-making. Um, and one thing that Jack kind of talked about last week that's super important about reading Proverbs is this. It's that Proverbs is not a book of promises, but general truths. Proverbs is not a book of promises, but general truths. So if you look at the proverb that's on the screen behind me, it says, Lazy hands make a, make a man poor, but diligent hands spring wealth. Now I know a lot of people that work really, really hard, and they end up losing everything and becoming poor. And I know a lot of lazy people that somehow like, make it in and find a, like, get a lot of money. So like this proverb right here that's behind me, it's proven like, you know it's pretty true. If you put your head down and you work hard, you're more likely to, to make more wealth. But it's not always true. So "Proverbs is a book of, like, general truths, of principles that aren't promises given by God. So I think that's super important when we start looking into this book, the things that aren't always, like, they're true, like, maybe 80% of the time, but there's always that 20% that, you know, they could not be true, or, just, like, it just doesn't apply to a certain situation. So I think that's super important as as we um, kind of dive into this theme, into this book of Proverbs, and just kind of talk about it, that Proverbs is not a book of promises, but a book of general truths. Um, the second thing that Jack kind of talked about was this, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Now, that's kind of the theme of Proverbs. If you ask me to sum up the entire book of Proverbs in like one sentence, I would say the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And we see that in Proverbs 1-7 and Proverbs ten nine. Those are kind of the two verses that point us to it. And what it's saying is that when we want to start growing wise when we want to start learning how to make good decisions in our lives we need to start with the fear of the lord and now that's super important the fear of the lord isn't like when you sit down and like watch a scary movie like i don't know about you like friday night i got off work kind of late and i was really tired and didn't want to do anything so i went into my room and i put in a movie called the crazies maybe you've seen it maybe you haven't but it's kind of a scary movie and i was watching it by myself and there's a couple moments where like It's kind of about like zombies, like this zombie comes out and just like grabs a guy and it just like makes you jump. You don't expect it. And like, you know, you kind of get frightened. You get a little scared. That's not what the fear of the Lord is. It's a different kind of fear. Having fear of the Lord is more like respecting him. Um, It's more about recognizing who God is and what he's done for us as people. So the fear of the Lord, like, Kind of like a thunderstorm, like you go outside, you're not like frightened of a thunderstorm probably, but you see it and you see the raw power that it has, That is something very powerful. Or like another example would be like a train. A train, like if you're looking at it from a distance, like it is going really fast and it has a lot of power. Um, it takes a lot of energy to stop a moving train. It's something to be respected, like you don't want to go and stand in front of a train and try to stop it. Like, there should be a healthy amount of fear for that train. You want to respect it. So fear of the Lord is recognizing who God is and having respect for him. So I just kind of brainstormed a short list of different things that God has done for us to kind of remind us of, like, this is why we need to respect God. Um, And first of all, like, this is huge. God created the world. He created everything around us, everything in us. He created us individually. He knit us together in our mother's womb and put his spirit inside of us. He destroyed the entire world through a flood, like Genesis 11. The world was sinning, and God was like, I'm not having it. Just wiped everyone out through a flood. He sent his son to die for us on a cross so that we could have life in him. Like, God is all-powerful in knowing Like he wants relationship with us. Um, he will judge us for what what we have done. We talked about that a couple weeks ago when we're in Revelation talking about the, what was that, the prophesied kingdom or something like that. I don't even remember. Um, But so yeah, so God, he will judge us for the things that we do and he will create a new heaven and a new earth. So God's done all of these things and like he's coming and there's so much reason that we should have a healthy amount of fear for the Lord. Like he created us. So I think those are some very important things to keep in mind as we dig into this book of Proverbs. But now I want to turn a corner, and really we're going to, the next couple weeks, just kind of take some different themes and different ideas that the book of Proverbs talks about. Um, And really, Proverbs is kind of a guide for life. Like, anything that's going on in your life, you can probably find a proverb about it, whether that's like a relationship, or how to deal with your money, or like doing schoolwork, anything like that. You could probably find a proverb that can somehow relate. And what we're going to talk about this morning, specifically, is friendships. Now, I think this is a topic that's huge for all of us because we were created to be in a relationship with one another. We were created to have friends. And friends, like, they, they make so much of us. They're so important in our lives. And we need to um, just think about, like, the people that we're choosing as our friends. So as I was uh, like thinking through this talk, I kind of put into like categories like three different kinds of friends that we have. Um, the first kind of friend that we have are those friends that we only talk to when we're at school. Like really, the only reason that we talk to them is because we see them every day, and we've just been around them a bunch. So like, you know, you're kind of friends with them, but you just talk to them. Like You don't really hang out with them outside of school. Then you have those friends, the second category, you have those friends that you just kind of tolerate, like the ones that your friends hang out with, but you don't really like them, but you hang out with them because your friends hang out with them. And then you have those friends that are real friends, that are close friends, friends that you would trust anything with. If you're having a problem, you would go to them and you would talk to them about it. Um, Behind me, this is... Me and my friend Sam, we graduated college together. I've known him for about five years. And this is a guy that I would trust anything to. And there's a very specific reason why. But let me just kind of tell you a couple of stories about Sam. Um, Sam, when I was a junior in college, so like three years ago, Sam and I were both kind of going through like kind of opposite times. He had this girlfriend that that he'd gone out with forever, like four or five years, and she'd broken up with him. And I was just kind of, like, in the beginning stages of a new relationship, and we were both just kind of really confused and trying to figure out what's going on and how to live life. And what we would do is every Friday night, Sam and I would get together in this, like, little coffee shop that was on our campus, and we would play a game of checkers. And now, like, most checker games, you know, last, like, 15 minutes or whatever, Sam and I's checkers games would go on for, like, an hour and a half. They were real intense games. And what we would do while we were playing checkers, we would talk about life. Sam would share with me like, how hard it was like, going through that breakup. And I would talk to him about, like, you know what, this girl's doing all these crazy things and I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. And we would give each other advice and we'd help each other out. And the other thing that we did is we wanted to dedicate ourselves to wisdom and to growing in the Lord, that we could have used those times and we could have fallen away from God and just not paid attention to what he was doing. But we used that time as every week we would come together, we'd sit down and play checkers. And our goal was that each one of us would have a different proverb memorized every week. So we would share with one another the different proverbs that we'd been learning and memorizing. When I think of Proverbs 10-4, I'm sorry, not 10-4. When I think of Proverbs 13-20, which is the one behind me, I think of Sam. Because Sam wanted to walk with the wise. Sam wanted to grow in the Lord. And I wanted to grow in the Lord. And together we sharpened each other and we grew. Walk with the wise and become wise. For a companion of fools suffers harm. As I, as I think about this verse and I meditated on it, like part of the reason why I trusted Sam so much is because of his relationship with the Lord. I knew that Sam wanted to direct me in the right path. And because I knew that, I could trust him with anything. I could go to him for any of the hardest things. But I know that if I had picked someone else, if I had picked someone that wasn't trusting in the Lord to confide in, then I think he would have led me down a different path. He might have led me to a path that has harm. Maybe he would have tried to steal like this girl out from underneath me or something like that. Like there's all sorts of different things. So he who walks with the wise becomes wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. Guys, the friends that we pick, they determine the quality and direction of our lives. I think that's huge, that's the main point and I really want you guys to get that. The friends that we pick in our lives determine the quality and direction of our lives. Like there's those three different kinds of categories of friends that we talked about, the ones that you just talked to at school, the ones that you just tolerate And then the real friends. Like those first two, let's kind of ignore those. But the friends that you really trust, the ones that you really want to go and talk to, they're the ones that are determining the quality and direction of your lives. If you see them making decisions that you don't like, maybe you need to stop confiding in that person and find a new friend. Because ultimately, the way that your friends act, you're going to start acting the same way. So that's just something to think about that I want you to, to focus on is as you, as you go out and you try to figure out, like, who are the right people to pick as my friends? Who are the people that I want to be really, um, and like, that I want to influence me and vice versa that I can influence? Who are those kinds of people? Am I being the kind of friend that I would want to be influenced by? And are my friends making good choices around me? Because I don't think there's, like, any... I think this is one of the, the biggest topics that we could talk about in Tribe. Like, just, just where you guys are at in life is your friends will really determine the direction in which your life goes. And I don't want you... I want you to walk away from this room knowing that there are good people out there and there are people that you could meet if you haven't already met them that will be a good friend to you. But you have to be wise in choosing who those people are. Because if you're not... Choosing the right people. Then we go back to that proverb. For a companion of fools suffers harm. There are people out there that will hurt you too. So be very smart and think very carefully about who you're picking as your friends. And the the direction in which you want to live your life. Because your friends do determine the quality and direction of of our lives. Um, I'm going to pray. And then Isaac and Maria are going to come up and lead us in worship. And then after that, we're going to go to life groups. And I have, I have some sheets that we're going to pass out before you go to life groups that have a bunch of different proverbs on it that we're going to look at after worship time. So bow your heads with me one more time, and we'll dive into worship. God, I thank you so much for, for this morning and for just who you are and um, the way that you interact in our lives, Lord. And I just pray that this morning that we would think about our friends and the friends that we've picked. And Just realize how they influence us and how we influence them, Lord. And I just pray that we can find friends that would really lead us um, to having wisdom, to having fear of the Lord. God, I pray all this in your name. Amen.